Welcome to the Great Detectives of Old Time Radio. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham. If you have a comment, email it to me, box13 at greatdetectives.net. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Detectives and become one of our friends on Facebook, facebook.com slash radiodetectives. Our listener support campaign continues. This program brought to you in part by the support of our listeners. And I want to thank the following listeners who sent in a donation uh, to our P.O. Box. And that's Terry, Brian, Barbara, Lisa, and Linda. And you too can send us a donation by mail. Check made out to Adam Graham to P.O. Box 15913, Boise, Idaho, 83715. That's P.O. Box 15913, Boise, Idaho, 83715. In addition, you can also donate to the program either by Zelle or by PayPal, support.greatdetectives.net. And uh, when you do, you also are eligible for the following uh, thank you gifts that we do have available. With a donation of $25 or more, um, we can send you a download through iTunes of a Colonial Radio Theater audio drama from our list. And among those we have are their Zorro productions, Zorro and the Pirate Raiders, and Zorro Rides Again, as well as King Solomon's Mines and uh, the Powder River series. You can also receive a signed book uh, from me for a donation of $50 or more, uh, Slime Incorporated, Tales of the Dim Night, Fly Another Day, Powerhouse Hard Press, Ultimate Midlife Crisis, and Speed Trap. Uh, so, uh, go ahead and you can go to support.greatdetectives.net, see all the great thank you gifts we do have available. But now we're going to get into the Bishop and the Gargoyle. Now, this is the first of four programs where we only have a single episode of the series. But in the case of uh, Bishop and the Gargoyle, there was a lot more than that. The series began with a broadcast run over the Blue Network, which would later become ABC, from 1936 to 1937, lasting five months. The series returned over NBC as a replacement for the Edgar Bergen and Charlie McCarthy program. As a summer replacement, it did well enough that it actually got a Another airing on the Blue Network starting in September of 1940 and continuing on till January of 1942. This is the second episode of that summer series. The original air date on this one is July the 14th, 1940, and this one is the Jennifer Botts case. The Bishop and the Gargoyle. Take care of yourself, Daddy. Ah, as a living walk my beat, the gargoyle. <laughs> How's your digestion, Ryan? I see you just got your free ride uptown at the taxpayer's expense. Ah, yes, so I did. The little I ask of life, glory be to God. Oh, and uh, how's his nibs, the bishop? Ah, in the pink, Danny, in the pink. I just came out for a game of pool and to pick up the papers. Ah, nothing but misery in those things. Yeah. Well, now that we've observed the obscenities, as they say in Emily Post, what were you doing talking to the young lady over there? Young? Yes. <laughs> You're losing your ideals, Ryan. 
Just a school teacher I found on the stoop. And what's her name? Jennifer. Jennifer Botts. Oh, my, my. I thought for a moment she might be a young Colleen in need of a protector. Yeah, she's in need of something. I came by here and she was wringing her hands, walking up and down. So I ups to her and I says, Excuse me, lady, what's needling you? Yes. And she begins to cry on me, so I lambs. Then I thinks about the bishop. And I goes back and I toss my headpiece and I says, Listen, doll, you look like out of town to me. What's the matter? Your husband give you the chill? Uh, you got a touch of blarney in you, gargoyle, you have. Sure. So she looks at me and she says, Young man, I am Jennifer Botts. My cousin is mayor of Maple Rest in Illinois. If you get fresh, I will turn you over to the police. And why not? Uh, now listen, Ryan, don't try to make a chest out of that stomach. I got enough trouble. What do I do with the dame? And why should I answer that? She's got trouble, some kind of trouble. Do I have to call the sergeant? Do I have to call the traveler's aide? And do I have to listen to you? Okay, okay. I suppose I better take her up to see the bishop. No, no, that's a splendid thought. If she stays on my beat, I have to worry tonight. And here it is Sunday. And I have enough worries about this day. Uh, my Mary graduated. Yes, late but successful. And there's a doings at my house and I want to get home. Okay, okay. I see my duty and I do it. And I turn me back and I hope your parole is permanent. Thanks, copper. You bring tears to my eyes. Gee, Bishop, where did you get the midget jukebox? <laughs> my little music box has been with me for 20 years. It has relieved my boredom and the silent watches of my missionary work all around the world. Well, my jewel of great price, my laborer worthy of his hire, sit down. Yeah, Bishop. What's wrong? Gargoyle, you are really worthy of your name. Why? You're so obvious. Okay, I'm a sucker. Make me know it. A gargoyle is an architectural whimsy, a stony decoration in a profane manner to relieve the austerity of a saintly structure. But obviously obvious. Yeah. You know how I got that name? The sob sister at my last trial. He sits on the stand like a gargoyle, she says. Well, how was the pool game? Okay. How was Ryan? Okay. How did you know? He goes on duty about this time. Well, what have you got to tell me? Well... To make the thing simple, I brought a lady home. Huh? Well, you have my permission to make yourself a Jamaica Rum Collins double strength. These malted milks are going to your head. I'm leveling, Bishop. She's out there. Oh, I see. My, my. I never thought I'd live to see this. Well, bring her in. Hey, Jennifer. It's okay. Come on in. Hmm. So this is your young lady. I'm not any young man. Young lady, sir. I beg your pardon. I am Bishop Morris. I am Jennifer Botts. Lovely name. Thank you. Had a Jennifer Woods as my assistant out in the Congo 15 years ago. Oh, dear me, dear me. That was during my active life as a bishop. I'm retired now. I see you're already acquainted with my friend, the Gargoyle. The Gargoyle? That's a strange name. He's a strange young man. He's been very kind. Oh, I'm afraid, Bishop, that I'm presuming and... Not at all. Oh, please, please don't be kind. I've really made a terrible fool of myself, and I can't... Well, I I don't know where to turn, especially back at Maple Rest. I told them to go to... Well, well, I burnt my bridge behind me. Rightly so. Without being trite, I hope, I can say that Maple Rest's loss is New York's gain. Oh, they were kind, but I always had dreams. I... 
Well, you see, I, I was a star in our college musical comedies, and I thought I'd go on the stage. But I had to work, and then years went by, so many of them. But I saved my money, and when my father died last spring, I knew that I'd, I'd just have to come here and get the grease paint out of my system. Here's tea, boss. Oh. Here you are, Jennifer. Don't mind my finger for a spoon. It's got calluses and don't burn easy. Thank you. Well, so much for the dreams, Jennifer. What happened? I met a man. I, I went to the Capitol Theater by myself, and then I went to that penny arcade, you know? Oh, yeah, the place that's got the turtles with the autographed backs. Yes. I wandered around, and I tried the shooting gallery. There was a very nice man with a cane that showed me how to shoot. He wasn't fresh or anything. Well, we talked, and he said he was a producer. Okay, Bishop. She went home with a baby doll. Oh, please. I, well, he was with other people, and I don't know, somehow he asked me if I cared to go with them. We went to a nightclub, and the other people left. Oh, it was wonderful. He danced so beautifully, and he was such a gentleman. I told him about myself. I told him all about my ambition, and he was very sympathetic. Yeah, yeah, sure. Then he asked you up to see his printing press. Oh, no, no, nothing so melodramatic as that, I'm afraid. He, he was quite helpful. He said that, naturally, the going would be tough, and I agreed. Then he said that he'd be able to do something for me if I had $200. Ah, I see. Please continue. Well, I gave him $200, and he was to arrange a part for me in his show. It was almost time for me to go back to my hotel when a man came in. What kind of a man? A man with large yellow eyes. Yellow eyes? Yes. He didn't say anything. He came near us, and he looked at Mr. Simpson. Mr. Simpson got up, and they went into the back of the club. Uh -huh. Well, I waited and waited, but he didn't come back. I went back to my hotel, and, and then... Yes? What happened? Then I, I found that the billfold I'd given Mr. Simpson had all my money. I thought that I'd left $700 at the hotel, but but it was all in the fold. Everything I have is gone. Oh, dear, dear. I, I couldn't stay at the hotel, and I, I can't go back to Maple Rest. <laughs> I, I can't do anything. Uh, uh, I'm so sorry. If you need money to go back, oh, please, I... I... I'm terribly sorry I bothered you, but I, I don't want any money. Ah, Bishop, listen, it's ABC. Let's fix up the little woman. She don't want to go back to no stick. She's big time. Oh, dear, dear. All right, Gargoyle. We'll do what we can, Jennifer. Uh, do you remember the name of this nightclub where you last saw Mr. Simpson? Yes, it was... It had a white door. It was called the 89 Club. Oh, I think I know that dump, Bishop. Over on West 48. Very good. Well, Miss Jennifer, we're not all the same breed of cats here in the city. Perhaps we can right a wrong without having a drop of that uh, printer's ink spilled to betray your embarrassment. Oh, you you think you really can, Bishop? Oh, I, I'd be so eternally grateful. Well, we'll do our best, my dear. The gargoyle and I need a stroll anyway. Now, you stay here, make yourself at home, rest your mind. We'll be back within the hour. Thank you, Bishop. I'll wait. Oh, I'll... I'll wait like a church mouse with a troubled conscience. Who is it? Who's there? Is that you, Bishop? Oh, who is it? Please, 
You sure, Rocky? You sure this is the Dane that was with him? Yeah, sure, Snap. I was in the back, looking right at her. I'm good on faces. Okay, Rocky. Don't smother her. She's got enough of that stuff to hold her. Now, let's get out of here. Okay. How? Where did you leave the car? In the alley. You carry her, Rocky. I'll go ahead. We'll take the stairs. It'll be safer. Whose dump do you think this is? I don't know. That ain't important. Right now, we got to get this gal out of circulation. You think she talked? What could she say? About you, I mean, Snap. That's why we're here. Come on. And put down that ashtray. How many times I got to tell you we ain't collecting souvenirs? Is this the place, Gargoyle? Yeah, that's the joint. The Club 89 seems closed. Yeah, they closed down early, Bishop. I guess their customer went home. Well, that doesn't help us. Oh, there's apartments above. Yes, that would be the entrance to the left. Yeah, what's that mean? We might find our Mr. Simpson living here. This seems to be a neighborhood which might be favored by his colorful presence. It's a walk-up, Bishop. The door is locked. Regs, Ben, Hyman, Ledding, Simpson. Chalmers E. Simpson. Well, very simple. Press the button. Nothing happens. Maybe he's out running for office on Jennifer's dough. Bring two or three others, Gargoyle. I believe that's the usual technique for gaining admittance to these places. Some tenant is sure to press the door release. If I didn't know you was a bishop, I'd get the idea you got a head in the world ringing doorbells. Now, third floor, and hurry before the others come out to see why their guests haven't arrived. Three B Simpson, Chalmers E Simpson. Press the buzzer. No soap, Bishop. He ain't responding. Try the door. Hey, that was easy. It's a comfy little joint. Anybody home? See if you can find a light switch. Okay. Uh, nothing here. Let's try the bedroom. Hey, look at the pictures, Bishop. Cuddles to Simpsy from Vera. Oh, ain't that awful? Doggo. Yeah? Come here, quickly. No, no, don't go in. There. There, on the floor. Gee, Bishop. Somebody got to him. Yes, as nice a job of the 45 as I ever saw. Hey, wait a minute. There's a picture of Simpsy on the desk. Let me take a look. Now, let me get a peep at the victim. Yeah, it's him, Bishop. Chalmers E. Simpson. And very dead, too. Come on, Gargoyle. This is no place for a retired bishop. It ain't no daisy chain for a retired lug, either. What are we going to tell Jennifer? Well, Miss Botts will have to accept a less violent version. I'll arrange for her financial reimbursement... And we let her believe it, it, uh, we found it at the 89 Club, eh? Well, that's a nice thought, Bishop. No use getting her hopped up. Hello. You, you smell anything? Yeah. Smells sick. It's chloroform. Miss Botts. Jennifer Botts. Don't tell me. Jennifer. Jennifer Botts. No use, Gargo. I'm afraid she's gone. Gone? Where could she go? Hey, look, there's her hat. 
Now, don't tell me a gal like Jennifer buy a hat like that and then go off and leave it. It ain't in the cards. No, Mr. it isn't, Gargoyle. Oh, dear, dear, I expected to spend this hot summer night in some portion of air-conditioned peace. Now your pixie-like impulses have involved me in a grade A number one mystery. Where is Miss Jennifer Butts? If she left of her own accord, where did she go? If somebody forced her to leave, who was it? And why? Uh, maybe it ain't too late for sitting down with the morning papers. Maybe she's hiding. Maybe she's behind that curtain. Hmm? See? It ain't like the other curtain. It bulges a little. Yes, yes. Wait a minute, Bishop. Now, Jennifer, don't play jokes. Come out of there. Get back. You get back. You put up your hands. Both of you. I mean it. Well, look at this. Mickey Mouse with a cannon. You get back or I'll, I'll let you have it. Who are you and what are you doing in my apartment? Your apartment? I want my ruby. The ruby you murdered Simpson to get. Now you hand it over. Oh, my dear man, stop waving that gun in my face. What was that about killing Simpson? I saw you. I followed you upstairs. I saw Simpson. He was dead. You did it. You got the ruby. Now you give it back to now me. Now listen, Half Pint. We ain't got no time for jokes. Where's Jennifer Butts? Jennifer who? I don't know what you're talking about. You give me my ruby or I'll fire. No, no, no. Wait. Hold on to yourself. You don't look like a man who would kill anyone. Take it easy. If you saw us kill Simpson, how did you get back here so fast? I went down the back way. I waited until you came out and I followed you. When you were opening your door, I, I went around to the service entrance. It was open, and I got in all right. Now, you give me that ruby. I suppose you put down that gun and let's talk this over, huh? We didn't kill Simpson. We went to his house and found him on the floor, well, dead. Then who did it? Who's got my ruby? I've got to get it back. It's everything to me. Look out. There at the window. Oh, oh. Oh, nice work, Gargoyle, but... Couldn't you have found a less expensive vase to hit him with? Sorry, Bishop. I was in a hurry. Oh, my head, my head. Oh, it's too bad, Mr. Uh... Pincus. Joseph Pincus. Joseph Pincus, not the curator of the Charles Museum. Yes, oh, yes. For goodness sake, Mr. Pincus, what brought you to arms and intended violence on a hot night like this? The Charles Ruby. Why, it's beyond price and it's gone. Well, how did it go, Mr. Pincus? Oh, I was a fool. Simpson was my friend liked his charming manners. He was a fascinating conversationalist. I knew him for years. Oh, I knew he was a ruthless person, but I never thought that he'd steal the ruby. Did he steal it? Yes. I made the mistake of bringing it home from the ball. I wanted to brag a little. I showed it to him. We had wine and conversation. He was very drowsy when he left. and I never missed the ruby until today, and then I tried to find him, and now he's dead. I see. Why do you suppose he stole the ruby? He wasn't a criminal, was he? No. I guess he wanted it for a woman. He was irresponsible that way. Yes, yes, we know. You see, we are missing something, too. A very nice lady by the name of Jennifer Butts. Mr. Simpson got away with her money, and uh, we went over tonight to try and get it back. Yes, of course. But my ruby, where is it? Perhaps the murderers of Mr. Simpson could answer that. Yeah, but where do we start? Well, let's start with the young lady of Mr. Simpson's affections. We'll forget Miss Jennifer for the moment. For I have a hunch that those two crimes are linked together. Miss Jennifer was with Mr. Simpson tonight. A man came in, a man with yellow eyes. They went out together. Mr. Simpson did not return. The question is, did he murder Simpson because of the ruby or for less valuable reasons? Uh, speaking of dames, remember that picture in Simpson's room? Yes, yes. Uh, what was the name? Vera. Cuddles to Simpson from Vera. Vera, oh, he said something about a girl, uh, in a chorus. What chorus? Some chorus, you know, let me see. Could it have been the dot, the jot? The spot? 
Yes, I think so. Well, then let's away to this den of pleasure which knows no curfew and begin with the lady known as Vera. The weasel here, Bishop. What do we do with him? Oh, yes, yes. A good point, Gargoyle. Uh, Get some cord. Okay, Bishop. And some cheese? Don't be facetious. Mr. Pincus is a very learned man for all his appearance. Okay. Mr. Pincus, I'm really very sorry that I must take certain measures with you. I'm afraid you couldn't help but only hinder our actions. So uh, we will truss you up a bit and, and leave you to your meditations while I reflect sadly on a book that seems never to be written called The Bishop Goes to Bed. Come on, Gargoyle. Well, that's all the Vera's we got, Governor. Ain't three in one course enough? Too many. But uh, one Vera isn't here. That's right. She's off tonight. Uh, either of these two look like the picture of Simpson's Vera? Now you can't tell. They fixed those pictures up, Bishop. Well, thank you, Dorman. Here. Here's something for your trouble. Oh, thank you, sir. Oh, uh, uh, wait a minute. Yes? I heard you asking about Vera. I only got a minute. I got to go on to the jungle number. Who are you? I'm a friend of Vera's. Uh, you ain't a cop, are you? Nah. No, you don't look like it. Are you friends of Vera's? Yes, in a way. Uh, say, I, uh, read about Simpson. Somebody knocked him off tonight. Yes, that's right. I told her she ought to watch her step. Snap Martin's been doing a burn about Simpson for weeks. No, I'm worried about her. Snap Martin, huh? Well, who is he? Don't you know him? He's a racket guy. Oh, yeah, I heard of him. Bad medicine. Well, he's been carrying a torch for Vera for months. She should have watched her step. Where is she tonight? I don't know. He's got a place up at Greenwich. Where in Greenwich? Stony Road, near the water. Oh, a country gentleman, huh? She's been up there. Say, maybe she's there now. You think something might have happened to her? Yeah, now that Simpson's knocked off, maybe the... Well, uh, I said enough. I I, I gotta go now. Uh, Goodbye. Goodbye. Taxi, mister. Uh, head or tails, Gargoyle? Tails, if it's Greenwich. Tails it is. Oh, you wouldn't fool me, would you? Let me see that coin. Uh, I thought so. Tails on both sides. Sure, Bishop. It's an open and shut case. Okay, taxi. Stony Road, Greenwich. The palatial mansion of Mr. Snap Martin. And easy on the bump smack, the bishop is a heavy sitter. Okay, so long. Ah, pleasant place. Not the formidable hangout of desperate characters I expected to find. All right, that's movie stuff, Bishop. The boys are taking it big these days. Shall I lean on the button? Yes, a frontal attack is as good as any. Shall I unlimber the artillery? No. No, let's move with caution. Okay, we'll case the joint first. What you guys want? Ah, the butler himself. Wise guy, huh? There's nobody home. Scram. We want to see Snap Martin. Yeah? What for? About the murder of Chalmers Simpson. Oh, you do, do you? Well, come right in. We have an open house. Now, reach. Reach, Mug. Okay, okay. Don't shove that thing into my stomach. I get the idea. Come in here. Come on. Keep him up. Get over there. That way. Keep going. In there. Well, who are these guys? Visitors, Snap. Little guests. What do they want? They came all the way up to talk to you about a murder. 
Something about the murder of a guy called Simpson. Yeah? Go over them. Okay. Uh, this guy had one. Give it here. Are you Snap Martin? Yeah. I'm Bishop Morris. Now that's the gargoyle. Yeah. Oh, this is very interesting. Oh, that's a magnificent camellia there in the vase. I like it. I'm very fond of camellias. They don't have no smell. No. They couldn't stand the competition. Sit down. What do you want here? The first and most important, we want Jennifer Butts. Never heard of her. She was the woman you kidnapped out of my apartment tonight. Yeah? Yeah. How do you figure? Because you were the man with the yellow eyes. The man she saw come into the 89 Club last night and go off with her escort, Simpson. That was I was afraid of. You was right, boss. Yeah. It was nice of you guys to come up and tell me. What are you going to do with her? You just told me. She recognized my big yellow eyes, so we planned a boat ride. And you can go along, too. I see. Well, since that is settled, uh, couldn't we see her? Sure. Get the family together, Rocky. Tell Vera to come down, too. We can't leave anybody behind. How is Vera, anyhow? What's it to you, Mark? How do you know Vera? Her picture was in Simpson's room. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just a passing fancy. Vera is very temperamental. Yeah, so temperamental she probably didn't tell you about the Charles Ruby which Simpson gave her. Huh? Say that again. And say it slow. The Ruby. The Charles Ruby. Yeah, yeah, I know about the rock. Where did she get it? Mr. Simpson gave it to her before he met Miss Botts. Yeah? How did he get it? He stole it from his friend, Mr. Pincus, the curator of the museum. Mr. Simpson, Mr. Pincus, this is getting so it sounds like Mr. Martin ain't so well informed. Bishop. Oh, hello, my dear. Oh, dear me, I'm so glad you came. These men came after you left and smothered me. And here I am. Are you all right, Miss Jennifer? Yes, I, I guess I am. I'm kind of nervous. Ah, that's silly. There's nothing to worry about. Nah, everything's going to be fine. Hello, darling. Oh, we... Oh, we having a party? Yeah. We're having a party just for you. Who are they? Why, I've seen that girl before. It's Vera. Yes. She was at... With Mr. Simpson's party when I met him at the shooting gallery. The shooting gallery? This is very interesting. Isn't it? Yeah. Oh, baby, there's something I want to ask you. What's the matter, Snap? Something wrong? Yeah. Where's the ruby? What ruby? The ruby Simpson gave you. He didn't give me anything. What are you talking about? Rocky? Yeah? Go up and look through baby's junk. Okay. That gorilla ain't going to pour through my things. Sit down. Sit still. My goodness, I'm so excited. When I'm excited, I know my nose is shiny. Where's my pocketbook? Uh, oh, here. Oh, no. Uh, that's not your pocketbook. This is your pocketbook. <laughs> Can't you see? Oh, but this is your... Oh, no, you're right. <laughs> when I get excited, I always take the wrong pocketbook. Yeah. Thank you so much. Come on, come on, cut out the little girl talk. Well, just a minute, Mr. Martin. Now, all we want is Jennifer Butts. I'll make a deal with you. Let her go, and we'll forget all about the whole incident. Sure we will. We'll all take a nice little boat right and forget nothing, it. Nothing, ain't nothing like a ruby up there in baby's room. Of course not, sugar. You know me better than that. <laughs> what was Simpson to me? I thought I had that figured. What I didn't know about the ruby. Come on, hand it over. Hey, stop it, will you? Stop looking at me. I ain't got it. Hand over the pocketbook. Sure, there's nothing in it. Give it here. Nothing but junk. Oh, baby, I'm sorry. You're sorry. Gee, what a fool I was to get mixed up with a cheap, suspicious rat like you. Now, listen, baby, listen to me. I'll make it up, but not right now. What's that? Get out there, Rocky. Gee, Bishop, look, it's Pincus. Little tag along himself. More visitors. That's fine. Get away from that window, Lug. Sure, sure, don't get excited. 
Bishop, look! That little person at the window! There! There! You didn't think I'd find you, did you now? Now, where's my ruby? Why, you little twerp, I'm gonna let you have it right now. Goodness, my goodness, I did it. I shot Come you. on, Mr. Jennifer. This is our chance to get out. Ah, scram, Pinky. There's another gorilla out there. I won't. I won't go a step until I get my ruby. No, sir. Brother, you're a hero, but I ain't got time to argue. Come on, Gargo. Drag fingers along. We're headed for the boat. Hey, where's that dang with my pocketbook? Listen, you mugs, you don't get away without me. Oh, yes, we do. Get in there. <laughs> Here we go, Pinky. Pinky, back for our boat ride. <laughs> Dawn is beautiful out here. Yeah, it's pretty all right. Feel better now, Miss Jennifer? Yes, thank you. I'm sorry. I'm very sorry, Miss Botts, Jennifer. I meant to shoot that gangster person. Oh, that's quite all right, Mr. Pincus. I don't blame you. And when I saw you stand at the window there, I I was so thrilled I couldn't move. Were you, Miss Jennifer? Uh-huh. Oh, my goodness, if I hadn't failed. Why, Mr. Pincus, why did you fail? I think you're a hero. No, no, I'm ruined. The ruby is gone, my career, everything... Guess they'll send me to jail. Nah, they'll take it out of your salary. A million at a time. Well, perhaps they won't hold you responsible, Mr. Pinker. Oh, yes. Yes, they will. There's no excuse. No. <gasps> oh, my goodness. Well, what's the matter, Miss Jennifer? Oh, I feel excited again. Where's my pocketbook? I want a pot of my nose. On your oh. lap, lady. On your lap. Oh, yes. Oh, now, let me see. Where's my pot of... Oh. Oh, dear me. I... I do believe it is. Is... Is this your ruby, Mr. Pinkus? Well, yes. Where did it come from? From Miss Vera. Now I know why she gave me her pocketbook instead of mine. Goodness, she really loves that awful person, Snap. And she didn't want him to know she had the ruby. Wasn't that sweet? That was just dandy. Miss Jennifer, oh, my dear Miss Jennifer. Miss Jennifer, do you still want to have your fling at the stage? Oh, my, no. Uh, I've had all the drama I want for a lifetime. (laughs) Then perhaps Mr. Pincus has a, a solution. Good man, Pincus. Well, turn up the engine, gargoyle, and wipe that dreamy look off your face. Okay, Bishop. You know, the next time I pick up wandering school teachers, I'll get me a good night's sleep first. <laughs> school teachers are dynamite to me ever since I got kicked out of the second grade. <laughs> Bishop and the Gargoyle by Francis Wilson will be heard in another thrilling adventure next Sunday night at the same time. Our cast this evening included Richard Gordon as the Bishop and Kenneth Lynch as the Gargoyle, Walter Kinsella as Ryan, Elizabeth Morgan as Jennifer Botts, Charles Jordan as Snap, Johnny Gibson as Rocky, Arthur Allen as Pincus, Jean Ellen as Mary and Eleanor Audley as Vera. This is Andrea J. Graham, author of the Web Surface series. Oh, and a madam's wife. You're listening to the Great Detectives of Old Time Radio.
Welcome back. And that was the Bishop and the Gargoyle. Now, of course, most of us can understand there's a bit of a problem with tying up an innocent person just because they're going to be uh, in the way, or assumed to be in the way. But if you've watched or listened to enough programs, you've had enough characters who just did that and were annoying and just created uh, unnecessary problems and complications. So I can kind of appreciate the thought behind this, even though they actually end up needing the guy. Though conveniently, he's really only of help because they tied him up. Overall, I thought this episode was okay. By no means is this uh, amazing or stunning. But I, I like the concept, and I like the main characters, even though the writing does lean a bit on uh, stereotypes. As always, when you're playing just a single episode of a series, it's really hard to judge what it's all about. This was the second episode of the series, and just the second episode of the lead working with the actor as the gargoyle. Milton Herman had played the role in the 1936 series. So the series could have actually gotten better, or worse from a modern perspective. It certainly had something going for it to get picked up, though as Jim Widner pointed out in his discussion of the series, tastes were not necessarily sophisticated back then, so that might be an explanation we just don't know. Though I would be curious to hear a few more episodes of the series to really get a feel for what it was like. The series did actually make it to television in an odd sort of way that most people didn't see. Uh, it was an early television broadcast, November 29, 1941, uh, the autumn of the Scar of the Scarlet Ace, and uh, it's one of those, uh, it's one of those things uh, that you, you can forget that television was in many ways getting ready and getting to the point where uh, we would start to enter that age in the 1930s, the war just really threw everything off. So the Bishop and the Gargoyle television episode was in that really experimental era. Well, that will be all for today. Our listener support campaign continues. As always, we do welcome you to become one of our Patreon supporters at patreon.greatdetectives.net and also to send along a one-time donation at support.greatdetectives.net. For those of you in the U.S. and Canada, we have some great uh, television uh, box sets from uh, Classic TV. Among the options we do have are Decoy with Ev Beverly Garland with a donation of $50 or more. The Father Darling Mystery Season 1 with a donation of $75 or more. As well as the complete series of Columbo with a donation of $200 or more. And the Emma Peel Mega Set of the Avengers TV series from the 1960s and every episode that features Diana Rigg as Emma Peel is available, and that set's available with a donation of $100 or more. We also have The Saint with the late, great Roger Moore. Seasons 1 and Seasons 2, or Seasons 3 and Season 4. Uh, we'll send you either of those sets with a donation of $100 or more. A full list of available thank you gifts at support.greatdetectives.net. We also may still have a 
few of our identification badges left, so be sure and check those out. Uh, with a donation of $50 or more, those are yours. In the meantime, send your comments to box13 at greatdetectives.net, follow us on Twitter at Radio Detectives, and become one of our friends on Facebook, facebook.com slash radiodetectives. Join us back here tomorrow for Richard Diamond, and next week it's Crime Correspondent. In the meantime, send your comments to box13 at greatdetectives.net. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Detectives and become one of our friends on Facebook, facebook.com slash radiodetectives. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham, signing off.